Hello, and welcome to the Naked Truth Podcast, the next evolution of the long-running YouTube series of the same name, the show that discusses life and all manner of topics in an incredibly vulnerable state. Welcome, everyone. In this episode, we are going to talk about courage and fear, vulnerability, but, you know, trying to frame this in a very positive light. So we're saying officially the title is Courage. But before we jump into that, let's take a trip back in time and revisit The Naked Truth on Courage. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Naked Truth. Trisha Hirschberger here. And um, let me just tell you, this lip stain that I tried out is like the most heavy-duty thing ever. I've been trying to wipe it off for the past hour or so to stick with the no makeup. Um, but I can't get this off. So uh, I guess that'll have to be stuck with us for this Naked Truth vlog. Um, thank you to everyone who sent in Naked Truth vlogs last week, which were a ton of you. Everyone had something to say on this. So thank you to Nathan, Eric, Jacob, Kim, Cameron, Romeo, Pat, Robert, Michael, Zach, Grant, Tunari, Julia, Prescott, and Kristen, Patricia, Patrick, John, Lawrence, Danny, and Liam. You guys all rock. Um, so for this week, uh, this was actually an anonymous submitted question slash topic for The Naked Truth. And I thought, you know what, we've been doing some pretty controversial kind of heavy stuff lately. Let's do something that is still a very serious topic, but a little less controversial. Um, and so here's the topic suggestion. Um, the very idea of the naked truth seems to be about vulnerability. Putting yourself out there without makeup or fixing your hair or wearing trendy clothes and then lowering your shield to give your viewers a peek into the real you. How do you find the courage to do it, especially given how cruel and unforgiving the internet can be? Why do you do it? You could vlog about anything, but you chose to do it in a way that exposes your vulnerability. What advice for others do you have on facing their vulnerabilities and on opening up to people? So, um... I mean, why I do it, I know I addressed this in the Naked Vlogging episode number one where I got this crazy idea to do this, um, but I really did it because it was all about conquering fear. And so I thought rather than call, it, call this episode the Naked Truth on Vulnerability, let's spin it around to the positive side of it and do the Naked Truth on Courage. So, okay, in a nutshell, I think there's three things you can do to build up your courage when it comes to a fear that you're facing um, that's something that you're legitimately worried about or concerned about. I think first you have to admit to yourself that this is something that scares you, which is hard to do. I mean, we all want to be, no, I'm strong, nothing frightens me, grrr, I have this wall of defense. But in reality, we all have things that get to us. And one of the big things that got to me was putting myself out on the internet every single day and having people just critique who I am as a person. People who have no idea who I am. Um, they've never met me in real life. But because of one thing I said or the way that I look or the way that I sound, they've decided that they're going to judge me and I have to hear about it by reading their comments. And that really frightened me. So admit to yourself that this is something that freaks you out. Um, you know, and then I kind of got the idea to do this naked vlogging thing because... 
everything we see in the media, at least in traditional media, is very photoshopped and very polished and people are reading off of prompters that a whole team of writers and PR people have put together the exact right thing to say. And so when we see people on YouTube or we see people in real life, it's easy to hold them to the same standards as what we see in traditional media. And at least what I do on the internet is not the most polished. A lot of times it's off the cuff. And so I thought, you know what? I'm gonna go balls to the wall in the other direction. And I'm gonna make a show where my hair and makeup is not professionally done. In fact, it's not done at all. And I don't have a prompter in front of me. I'm just going to go off the cuff. And I'm just going to be me. Exactly the way that I was made, exactly the way that I'm here with no fronts. And so, you know, I just, I think that being vulnerable and just being yourself is being real. And that for me was facing my fear head on, was to say, this is as real as I can get and I'm gonna put it on the internet. Um, the next thing I'd say after you accept yourself that like, this is what it is that I'm scared of, before you go ahead and you know jump out of a plane or whatever it is that your fear is, make sure you understand the risk associated with that. I thoroughly thought about the fact that I'm going to be naked on the internet. And even though you're not seeing the, the juicy bits, as you know some like to say, it's still something that could have a negative connotation associated with it. I'm putting myself out there with no makeup for people to say, you know, I see that blemish, I see that scar, I'm not doing my hair. I mean, I'm, I'm putting myself out there for people to be like, oh, she's fugly, or you know, whatever. And for people to say that I say the word um too much because I'm not reading it out somewhere and for people to say that I'm using incorrect grammar grammar I the list goes on Blah, not perfect and that's okay with me and so I had to say that at this point uh, the third thing that I'd say to you is is focus on what it is that you can control in the situation obviously outside factors are going to freak us out I'm being a very big control freak anything I can control flips me out so what can I control I can control how people view me I can't control what judgments they make, but I can control how I put myself out there. So I chose, if this is my fear, I'm going to conquer it head on and I'm just going to go out there and do it. And yeah, it's going to be scary. People are funny because in the comments they're like, oh, you can see how much more confident you've gotten vlogging naked since the first one. And I guess in some ways I have, but in a lot of ways I still, you know, before I start every one, like today I was like, oh, I can't get this lip gloss, lip gloss off oh no, am I, you know, what am, What are my viewers going to say? What's the naked army going to say? And then I think, you know what? This is me today. This lip stain today is me. And I'm just putting me out there. So my question to you guys is when you are faced with some kind of fear and you feel the need to conquer it, what do you do? I mean, vulnerability for me was my solution because my fear was being so harshly judged. So what are your fears and how do you go about combating them? Let me know that in the comments section. Please continue to submit vlog topics. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you submit a topic and I don't get to it the next week, I keep them all in a little file. So I may come back around to it at some point. Um, I will most likely have a guest next week. So make sure that you tune in for that as well. And uh, have a great week, guys. I can't wait to see what the Naked Army has to say. All right, bye.
Oh man, it all started with the courage to be yourself online. That was the whole impetus for the vulnerability that is and was and still is in many different formats, the naked truth. It's interesting because nowadays I'm actually not as worried about that anymore. Maybe it's because I'm doing so much more live content. Maybe it's because of years of doing the Naked Truth vlogs. Um, or maybe I've just been, uh, you know, kind of known online and making content online for so long that I'm desensitized to it now. Um, but now I do feel very comfortable being myself, whether it's on camera online, in written word online, for the most part, there are still moments when, you know, especially if I'm tackling a tricky topic in written format, I get a little more worried that someone will read into what I'm saying in a way that I didn't intend or something that I've written will come across in a way that I didn't intend or be taken out of context. So that's still a bit of a worry, but it's nowhere near what it was that I described in this vlog many moons ago of, you know, really just feeling like if, if I'm myself, someone will judge me or, um, you know, now I'm kind of like, yeah, people judge you. It is what it is. Um, but I'm just comfortable in my own skin, I guess. Um, I think uh, it is important to note that the Naked Truth vlog series actually did cause lots of people to judge me. Um, and lost me brand deals over the years without ever watching the show. A lot of people knew that I did a series online that had the word naked in the title and showed bare shoulders in the thumbnail. And um, I did lose some major brand deals over time. And I've never actually said who the brands are uh, before. But what the heck? This is the Naked Truth podcast. Let's be real. So one of them was for a book written on anti-bullying. And I believe it was written by a, a student in junior high or high school. And as those of you who have ever watched the Naked Truth series know, um, that whole series was really about being comfortable being yourself just as you are and really very anti-bullying in its message. So I was excited to promote this book for uh, this young woman. But her parents saw that I did a series called The Naked Truth and uh, had bare shoulders in the thumbnail and freaked out. And even though all the contracts had already been signed and I was going to promote this girl's book, um, they did not want my name being associated with her name because I was, you know, the scandalous figure online um, because of The Naked Truth series. And I said, you know, even without there being any monetary promotion behind it, can I still just talk about how great this book is? Because I love what this girl's doing and I'd like to talk about it. And the parents were really weird about it. They did not want me because they had perceived and judged that I was this horrible, scandalous figure uh, promoting this girl's book. Now, the interesting thing to me about that is I bet if there was a celebrity who is a pretty well-known, you know, actor out there who had maybe posed for FHM or Playboy or something like that in the past, they probably would have been fine with it. I mean, maybe I'm just projecting that. I don't know. But for whatever reason, my Naked Truth series was wildly, horrifically scandalous and offensive in their mind. And to that, I always say these are people who have obviously never watched the show <laughs> because there are no sexy bits portrayed at all. And it's really very wholesome and about loving yourself just the way you are and believing in yourself just the way you are and really, like I said, very anti-bullying in its message. So that was one of the major deals that I lost. Um, and the other one was with, with a major United States government organization. Um, I was, it was a really big deal. It was supposed to span multiple months and I was supposed to um, 
learn some cybersecurity measures from a U.S. government organization that does cybersecurity for their job every day. And it was going to be me and another tech tuber um, going and uh, trying to go head to head almost in like a, a hack hackathon competition. It was going to be really fun. And I was super stoked about it. And um, like I said before, the contracts had already been signed. And what I was really angry about with this one is um, we had already had a bunch of pre-production phone calls and concept discussions. And a lot of my ideas and concepts were used in the final content um, because, you know, we were already working on this collaboration when someone in the U.S. government who uh, I do not know who it is, but someone higher up in that organization saw that I had a series called The Naked Truth and that my shoulders were bare and freaked out and canceled the whole contract. Um, now, if I had had a little bit more money at the time, I probably could have gotten a lawyer um, to help me out with that situation, considering everything had been done and my ideas were already put into the collaboration. But that certainly soured me for a long time. So while, you know, it's funny, kind of the foreshadowing that many years ago in this vlog, I said, you know, just by doing the naked truth, I could be opening myself up to um, this kind of judgment from people. It happened. That is that was a true fear that definitely happened. And apart from the money lost on that, I think the bigger hit to my ego was people that somehow equated me. Um, I don't know if they thought that I do sex work for a living. Um, I, I think that's what they equated it to. And also no shade to people that do sex work. It's a valid type of work. It's just not what I do. Um, but yeah, it uh, it was a, it's been an interesting Trek. Um, but I am still glad that I took the risk over the years. I'm very, very proud of the series and uh, very proud that the progress I've made personally through doing this series and it's, it's self-therapeutic ways. But I'm also proud of the messages that I put out there, the, the anti-bullying, the body positivity, and um, just, you know, normalizing that it's okay to not be super branded to be unedited and unedited not only in what you say and in the video content that's put out but in the makeup that covers your face and the clothing that brands who you are and I'm still very proud of that message and proud of that series so it's that's just kind of a an update all these years later on that specific fear and I know at the end of this vlog I asked everyone else and you know I'm asking it now of my future self or my present self now but what are your fears and how to combat them so now, I would say that some fears that I have that I need to have courage in my everyday life for include um, that I won't be a good enough parent to my son or that something will happen um, since I live so far away from my family. They live on the other side of the country from me that I won't be a good enough partner in my relationships, both romantically to my spouse and my platonic friendships, because maybe I'm so obsessed with work or something else. Um, I always have a nagging fear of aging out of what I do for a living. And I think that this that particular fear stems from uh, when I studied acting in school, I was told as a female, if you don't make it by the time you're 26, your career is over. <laughs> and I am well beyond that now, but still kicking. Um, but that's something that I still struggle with all the time, um, especially because I work in gaming, which traditionally was always a much more younger skewed demographic. But hey, gamers have aged up too. So, so far, so good. Um, I definitely have a fear that I will never be able to do enough to keep up with every platform, uh, every social media and content creation platform that's out there and all of its 
there are separate algorithm changes and um, just kind of changing the the pulse of the audience and what the audience is looking for. And, you know, because I fear that I'll never be able to do enough to keep up with every platform, you know, I fear that that would lead to becoming irrelevant because of that. So, you know, just to think about it in my mind, and I'm not saying this is correct by any means, but just kind of giving you a peek into what happens in my brain. Each week, I think about uh, needing to create this podcast, long-form video content for YouTube, vertical content uh, for TikTok or Instagram Reels or YouTube Shorts, still photos for Instagram, uh, coming up with some kind of witty remarks or insightful commentary for Twitter, live streams for Twitch or YouTube, etc. Um, and all of that in my mind is is... Too much really for one person to do all the time, I think, which is why you see certain creators prioritize certain platforms and leave other ones a little bit in the dust. Um, But for me, for whatever reason, whether it's because I started working for more major outlets, um, I feel the need to keep up with all of it all the time. And uh, even when I am able to outsource some of that workload, it's still really tough. Um, And it's especially hard on weeks when I have a lot of hosting work, which is what pays the bills for me nowadays. But I fear if I don't do all the other stuff and the hosting work won't come in as frequently and it's kind of this cyclical thing that I go through. Um, And so the second part of that question, what are your fears? And the second part of that was how to combat them. Oh, I'm working on it (laughs) is the answer. I um, currently meet with a therapist every other week who helps me kind of deal with anxiety and squelching a little bit of these cyclical fears before they snowball and become bigger than they need to be. Um, Because I recognize that some of those things that I listed are exaggerated in my mind, but they are prevalent nevertheless. And I am still working on how to face these fears head on. So again, shout out to therapy. Um, I absolutely love having someone else that I can kind of bounce some of this stuff off of and find new coping mechanisms to deal with this when it gets too overwhelming. Um, And talking about the struggles that I have personally uh, with other creators really helps me too. It's why you might hear a lot of creators talk about burnout so much because while burnout is certainly prevalent in a variety of industries, it's something that I think as creators try to keep up with these ever-changing platforms and um, new content creation requirements, if you want to be relevant on the various platforms, um, it can really take a toll on you when you're trying to work solely by yourself. So, um, yeah, I shout out to my creator friends who I'm able to talk with often. Um, It's interesting now. I feel like this podcast has become Trisha's personal therapy session. So if you're listening, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, But, yeah, having having courage to combat these fears is something I think that we all need to work on. And, again, I'm going to turn that same question around to you. What are your current fears? Admitting them to yourself out loud is kind of the first step. And then working on them from there and how to combat them and have courage against that is is the second part of that. And I do think it's an ever-changing struggle. Um, kind of interesting for me to look back on the things that I was worried about many years ago and how I've not necessarily overcome those fears, but just, I guess, how they've shifted, how in part I have overcome some of them. And now they've shifted to new things as I enter a new phase of life, right? But we all struggle with that, and uh, if there's any way that uh, that talking to others or sharing podcasts like this can kind of help you reframe your mindset around some of those things, then that is a bit of a win. So that's that. If you want to be part of the podcast moving forward, Anchor lets you send in audio messages that are then sent to me, which is really fun. And if you want to do that, you can do so on anchor.fm slash Trisha hyphen 
you can record little 60-second snippets on your phone and um, uh, you just might hear yourself on a future episode of this podcast. The next few episodes will be on how to deal with sexual comments online, how to stay organized, cosplay, and the most popular Naked Truth vlog ever to date, The Naked Truth on Boobs, which if you're looking for something to say about that, it's really a vlog about body image and not judging people based on appearance. So again, feel free to send any questions or comments on any of those topics and you just might hear yourself on a future episode. Uh, A huge thank you to the official anchor supporters of The Naked Truth and to all of you who are listening to this with an open heart and an open mind and potentially sharing it with friends. I appreciate you going on this journey with me. (laughs) I appreciated the journey way back in the beginning seven years ago and uh, this journey in the new format as well. So thank you. Um, So I guess... Final thoughts on courage for today are that courage is something that is a lifelong process. As our fears mold and change, and we mold and change through the various parts of life, so do the uh, ways that we need to face these fears head on, have courage, and, uh, and combat them, if you will. So I wish you all best of luck in that. And if you ever need to reach out to someone, you know where to find me on social media. This has been The Naked Truth. Thanks for listening.